Hey, welcome to Shark Tank Season 8, Episode 9. I cannot believe we are trekking through the season already. We have a fun show ahead. We will be discussing Putt Fox, Barbell Apparel, Line Cutters, Energy Bits. We'll get an update from Bantam Bagels and more. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And- You guys, if you're watching, you see Chris Howard and I doing our Shark Tank Shark Fins. Constance is not getting in on the action. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight's episode of Shark Tank. I can't believe it is already episode nine. Do you guys feel like it's gone quickly? How many episodes are there? Well, 29 last season. Oh, shoot. Then we're not deep. But nine already. I feel like we just started. Ah, hey, everyone. Ah. Thanks for joining us. I am Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. And sitting directly to my left. I'm Chris. You can find me at Chris Said Why. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Find me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, Constance Dunn. You can find me on Instagram, Constance Dunn, and Twitter at Constance Dunn, your little Scottish cousins in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right before the show started, Constance, we were talking about some really great snacks. Now, have you guys heard about Nature Box? I mean, it's the sort of thing when you just really need a good, healthy snack, but Mm. all that's around is junk food. I know you were talking about hamburgers earlier today. It is so hard to have that self-control, resist the temptation, you eat the junk food. Mm -hmm. But hey... You guys, you can start snacking healthy with NatureBox. Okay. It is really cool. They make snacks that taste great, and they're actually better for you. Mm. They have high-quality ingredients. They're free from artificial colors, flavors, sweeteners, so you can feel really good about snacking. Mm-hmm. Now, you've tried them, right, Constance? You have a couple favorites? Well, there is the Kung Pao pretzel and Big Island pineapple, two different things. They have a lot of variety, have yeah. not, but those are the two that would be on the top of my hit list because they send the box to you. They do. They send right. the box, mm-hmm. and you know, they even made their service better recently. You can order as much as you want, as often as you want. Mm-hmm. There's even no minimum purchase required. You can cancel at any time. And it's simple. You can go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. There are over a hundred snacks to choose from and they're constantly adding delicious mm-hmm. new ones. So you can get the snacks you want. They deliver them right to your door. Yes. So convenient. And you never get bored because there are new snacks every month. And if you don't like one, hey, they will replace it for free. Naturebox mm-hmm. wants to make sure that you like what you get. And right now, good news for all of you Shark Tank fans, you can save even more because NatureBox is sending us, all of our fans, a very special deal. You get 50% off your first order. You just need to go to naturebox.com slash podcast. Now, don't forget that's naturebox.com slash podcast for 50% off. I'm so excited. I can't even say it anymore. Zoe said what? Zoe said what? Zoe said naturebox.com slash podcast for 50% off. It sounds so delicious. I cannot wait to try that. And speaking of healthy snacks, we had a couple of them. Boy, you're moving on so fast. I just want to just point out on this NatureBox thing, all these flavors, vanilla bean wafers, whole wheat chocolate cookie bites, whole wheat blueberry figgy bars, masa crisps, South Pacific plant things. This is insane. Watermelon mini stars? Ah! It is insane and delicious. And there was something that is so, I can't wait to talk about somewhere ish to Nature Box with energy. Well, that too. I was talking about energy bits, and we will certainly get there. But let's definitely start with Pup Box. They were the first ones up um, in the tank. Ben and Ariel seeking $250,000 in exchange for 10%. And basically, this is a box you get in the mail every month with. Things that are tailored specifically to your puppy dog at the right stages. So you get not only products that you need, but some training advice as well. And as your dog ages, you get different information in your box. And then you can transition to an adult box as well. So in theory, there is no end to your time with Pup Box. What did you guys think? First of all, let's just cut right to the crab cake. Let's just, let's right just to the get crab right. Cake. Let's, just, a... let's just do this right now. The creepy <laughs> pros in the presentation. You thought they were creepy? No, no, no. I like them very much, but there's something very odd about referring to one's pet, as in animal, not humanoid, as your child or as your baby. I call or my as being pets a my parent. baby all the time. Right, right. You do it in my a kind baby, of hyperbolic, so oh. like just prose, rhetorical way. This was done like consistently, like we are parents and these are our babies, which I, do that I just all the think time. is odd because it denotes a human to human relationship. I love animals. I love them. I love them. But my puppy is not my baby that I conceived and came from my womb. Mine Therefore, is. he is not my child. I don't have a womb. 
But you have children. I have puppies, and my puppies I look at as my children, and I love my puppies. And, uh, yeah, no, I talk to them. I mean, think about it. They are expressions of the one cause substance that, ma- that is manifesting in infinite diversity. And so they are God consciousness uh, <laughs> expressing itself All in right, a different form. All right, I lose. Form. Okay, so, I'm wrong and you're I, right. Red flag. I don't know, but I do kind of feel like, Chris, you just pulled that out so you could sound really, like, Smart. ethereal. No, I was thinking more, like, <laughs> spiritual and ethereal. Like, let me talk about my... Puppies my my puppies? Woohoo way. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice people. The language is just interesting. And I've heard yes. this language utilized to, to talk yes. about I'm pets. And I am a parent to what? A puppy named Rex. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are all pet parents at this table. I have a dog and two cats. Now, what if somebody a... said I have a relationship with what? Right. My dog. See, that's can... what you're saying. It's like kind of weird. But I, and that but would that, be really that, weird. And that's not quite as an acceptable. Did you write comment. a nasty note to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, she passes it over. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so these boxes range from twenty nine to thirty nine dollars a month, and that's because it depends on how many months you buy at once. So the more months you buy, the better your deal is. Um, yes. So they've been in business for two years now. They've made five hundred and eighty thousand. They are projecting eight hundred thousand this year. They have been full time for a year now. Um, next year they project two point five yes, million. Now yes. that is a huge jump, and they've done everything through social media. So would you guys order this for your pet? I would. Perhaps not pet children, but pet animals who live in your house. She, she did why write, not, me, she did write me a children. nasty note, by the way. She wrote me a note that says, you suck if you can't read that. He Thanks. wrote that to himself. It's like a 90s right. movie where he's stalking himself. Okay, yeah, my, my, my children, my so, dogs wrote it. Yeah, okay, um, so Chris, would you buy this for yes, your Yes, I would dog, buy it. Your children. I love for my children. I buy it for my dogs <laughs> that are like my babies. But yeah, no, I buy it. I think it'd be great. A subscription service that uh, gives you toys for them and food and all the stuff. You just mm-hmm. get it, shows up. Absolutely. What yeah. about you, Constance? Would Makes you? it easy. Uh, yeah, no. But I think it's a great yeah, idea. No. Which one is it, damn it? So it has nothing to do with your relationship with Rex. It's simply that you're not into the mail order. Right, right. Just dog box. Exactly. But I think they have a great concept and they've built a great business. Right. For sure. And this is not even the first mail order that we've seen um, in the tank. There mm-hmm. were socks last season mm-hmm. even where you could get socks every month. So this is becoming so popular. We just talked about Nature Box. I mean, people love getting See, stuff I, in the mail. I would buy things Lovely. for my dogs more than I would buy socks. It seems to me that you can go by the store and get socks. But uh, the... The, there's a regular thing with your dogs that you have to feed them, you have to play with them. They chew through toys like crazy, right. um, you know. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you got to clean the carpet, all that crap, you know. You know, my big hesitation with the box is yeah. simply that I feel like you can probably get whatever's in it for less money than oh, you're spending sure. on the box. And so for mm-hmm. me, that's my that would be my big thing that I mm-hmm. get that dogs tear things up, mm-hmm. but then I don't want to spend a premium for what they're tearing up. So usually, if I'm buying dog toys, really what I do is I go into Petco and look for whatever's on sale because I know if it's getting torn up, why do I want to spend like fifteen dollars on a pet toy? I'm just I, I finding mean, the cheapest one that's on sale. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, my dog and, doesn't care. But it is a special store that you have to go to. You have to make a special trip to that. So if I can right. automate something like that, mm-hmm. um, I would likely do it. But this box is small, so you're not getting all of that's, your dog food. For see, instance. that's the part so that you do yeah, still have right. to go to the store. Yeah, if they don't include the dog food, uh, and that's I, like I'm not taking that into account because right. it was what thirty bucks for this box, right. so it can't include the dog food because right. we we go through bags like this. Yeah. And on you a have big dogs basis. too, don't you? I have one. I have a pug, and I have a South African mm-hmm. Borble, and she's wow. like 80, 90 pounds. Yeah. She's a big dog. And I have a midsize. She's about 23 pounds. Yeah, do you go through like a bag of food a month or something? I don't or? know. I have it in a big container in the closet, so I just dump it in. And then I like to order through Amazon. It's so easy that I don't have to go through the store lugging dog food. And mm. when I realize I need more, I just go online and bam. Right. That, shows it, up for free on my doorstep. But to your point, I think that uh, they probably aren't including the food, in right. which case I'm, I wouldn't buy it. You know, You're getting would, treats and toys. Yeah, if and I had my dog day. taken care of for a month for uh, yeah. what? 30, for thirty bucks. For thirty yeah. bucks, it's like hell yeah, you know. And I don't have to go to the store or anything. I do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But that probably the reality is it might be like a box every two weeks. Right. And if it didn't include the food, no, I, I wouldn't be in. And you know, you make an interesting point too because you're the only one of the three of us who has dogs of two different sizes. These right. boxes cater to age, not size, which is interesting because right, my 23 pounder is going through several different toys. 
toys and things than you are. Oh, see, I thought they, I thought they did look at. Do uh, they look at breed too? I, it was I thought my they just understanding that it was the type of dog that it was totally tailored. Oh, I thought it was tailored yeah. to age, and that that's how like all of the training information was. It would also need tailored. to be more tailored, I would think, because mm-hmm. you, you and I know that our dogs are so different. Right. Yeah. Maybe by the time they get to the adult stage, they dogs? are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just said. Wait, she said no, Rex. Not currently. See, oh. see I, I think have. you have intimacy problem with pets, and Possibly. that's why. <laughs> Don't okay, you? <laughs> so intimacy problems are not. Um, the sharks did not have intimacy problems no, with the dogs. Really? Uh, Mark was out. He didn't like subscription services. Mm. But Ben and Ariel got a lot of offers. Kevin yes. offered two fifty for twenty percent. Now remember, they had asked for ten, or they had offered ten. So Kevin asked at twenty. Damon was offering the same two fifty, but at twenty five percent. Uh, Robert, 250 for 15 and he seemed to really want it. Mm-hmm. And then Lori, um, then suddenly they discussed if they would go in Lori and Damon together. There was sort of this sidebar that went on quickly. Um, she said she would do it, but Damon said, no way. Right. Um, so they did get a deal with Robert, so that was the 250 for 15%, and I got the mm-hmm. impression that more than anything, they didn't want to give up that equity. That's why they got the, they took the Robert deal. Did you agree? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like the bigger, better deal in the terms it, of the equity. In terms of the equity, but mm-hmm. it, like I was going, you know, with Damon's, uh, with his experience and with his connections mm-hmm. with Petco and stuff, you thought, boy, that's the place to go. Right. Um, I saw why they went with Robert. Robert had the affinity for the dogs. He's yeah. playing with the dogs. Yeah. He loves that. And I've seen people turn down Robert on deals before mm-hmm. where he's clearly the one that loves the product and yeah. clearly the per- And it's like, it's kind of dumb not to go with the person who loves the product, except yeah. Damon's connections were so much stronger in this so i had to question the decision like okay so you're going to give up 10% less equity but you're going to go someplace that doesn't have those high level connections that could really make the difference but robert did like it so much that it seemed like right. a, a good fit would you right he wanted it very much he was pushing for an answer yeah. um he really wanted that yeah. and right damon works in pets so yeah. that was a Probably a tough one, but you know yeah. it's it's one of those things: blood, sweat, and tears. It's like the equity, it, right? It, because it becomes fight this, for it, right? You fight yeah. for it, even though it might not be in your rational self interest. And I think we've talked about this a lot. I mean, we talked about this just I think it was only last week with Chris Sacco, who really wanted that nursing thing desperately. Yeah, same thing, same, same thing. thing. So it is interesting because, as you say, Damon has all these pet connections. But how hard is it when you're not only a shark, who's let's face it, a very wealthy investor, aside from being a shark, but also the star of a popular television show? Right. How hard is it to call it Petco and say I have a new product, or call wherever is going to have? Well, I mean, it's hard, but I mean, it's it's not uh, that hard. But with somebody who has a pre-existing relationship with those, that's worth a lot, and you probably would have been worth the ten percent, quite frankly. Um, It depends on how much energy they put into it, really. My feeling is almost when you get to this point with these sharks who are all uber successful in their own right. Robert calls you up on the the phone. Yeah, I want the person who's passionate about the product. Yeah, I think you you, you definitely have a point. That's what I think in the end. So, okay, so before we get to before we get to our in or out. Um, Constance, do you have the Shark Tank takeaway? The tank takeaway. Oh, the tank takeaway. um, For this pitch. Well, this team, Pup Box, really had their ducks in a row. Um, They didn't, the valuation was high. Some of the sharks mentioned that. But they really had done a great job in terms of they had a great record of sales. They had social media. um, And they just hit cash flow positive. They had a lot of things that made them very attractive to potential investors, especially the cash flow positive and the projection of sales, particularly... Um, the gal, what was her name? Ariel. Ariel had like 15 years uh, domain yes. experience. So that's all of that. The package was very, very compelling for people, I, I think. Wait, domain? Uh, domain. She had worked in pet uh the pet oh, industry. Like that. Okay. Yeah. In that, okay. I was thinking website. Wait, I thought she worked with animals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for the tank takeaway. And so would you be in or out for Pup Box? I would be out just because okay. I don't get it. Okay. So, so the takeaway take is actually to have your ducks in a row and yes. make sure that you uh, have all you're firing on all those cylinders that you have that proof of concept on multiple fronts. Right. right. And they're at a they're at a good point where you know how you enter a phase that makes you more or less attractive mm-hmm. to investors. Right. Sometimes when you're too down the road, it doesn't fire the engines. It doesn't. It's not attractive because it might not creatively satisfy you. If it's as it premature or if it's too far. Right, down the road because you, you, the, the uh, road is already trodden in a sense. So as an investor, it doesn't get your engines going because it's already set and there's not much for you to right. do. You, you're not going to be shaping much of it because they're already down the road. Yeah, We but, see one yeah. of those tonight too, I think. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But they're at a perfect point, I think. And yeah. so, Chris, are yeah. you in or out? I am. You know, I'd go in on this because I, th- I, li- I do like subscription services. Okay, I think I'm going to surprise you. I would actually be in. Yay! And it's 
one of these that it's not because I would spend my money this way, but it's because I think other people do. And I have friends on Facebook. I don't know if Puttbox has competitors, but I have friends who are actually posting about dog boxes that they're getting. So I think these are popular. And so, hey... I'm, I'm jumping in. My I'm, friends I'm just like watching it, you light so. up when you say it. It's like you got the secret you're going to reveal. Yes. I'm, I'm going to surprise I, you, but I'd be in. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that you guys are so passionate about it. Yeah. We need the Jaws for our, for our show. Oh, that's true. So. <laughs> When we so, do the tip. Yeah, exactly. That should be our tank takeaway song. We'll work on that. Okay, so Barbell Apparel, they were up in the tank. Next, we had Hunter and Alex. They were asking, oh, one of these big ones, 500000 for only gulp. 5%. Ugh. Oh, bad choice. Lame. I always feel that way. But uh, basically, what they have is athletic apparel for people who are athletic, which sounds kind of funny, except for the fact that, as they pointed out, uh, lots of these weightlifters and people who get bulked up can't find clothing that is both durable and attractive other than, you know, the same old yoga pants, spandex. Yes. So that was what they were creating, an attractive line of athletic that clothing. snugs your butt really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And but that they could exercise in. in particular. Yes. So I'll tell you flexible. What, well, too. when they were exercising, because I have thought that through before, like, because I'm a martial artist. I've done martial arts all my life, mm-hmm. and I always thought, if I wear a pair of jeans, how am I going to kick? You know? I, so I've gone through these <laughs> thoughts before. I swear to God. And so it's like, well, how do you kick in a pair of jeans? It's kind of tight, right. you know. But so to find a pair of jeans that would be flexible like that, because he was lifting the, he was doing the full on. Uh, and what? this is where I think you are like lighting up as excited as I was to tell you that I was about to surprise you. <laughs> you right now are like, you guys, I kick. I need flexibility. Oh, you think I was just bragging? No, I just feel like you're like uber passionate well, no, about that's it. Some I don't shit know. To say. It's a good point. It's a good. It's a good point because it's true. Of as the guys mentioned. Hunter and Alex. Um, if you noticed Mark Cuban's expression when Hunter was talking about his oversized booty in the right? pitch, um, that was pretty. That was kind of interesting. It was. It was. He was. What a is little, it with he that? Had a, he had an extraordinary Why face. Why do you have such a big butt? Oh, because he works out. Because <laughs> the weights, you know, they pump up your glutes, right? right? Yeah, right. And so it is a. It's a really good problem. It is. A I problem didn't want to have a butt like that. Like a bubble butt. That's yeah, what it's called. But guy. some people do and like it. And but I don't. So. Okay, thank you <laughs> for that. Well, you won't be wearing any barbell denims. Well, you know, barbell apparel because, for you. Because muscle guys have a problem with this. Because I don't know, right. you know, like Buttafuco pants, those pants, those big puffy clown pants. That, they used to work in the 90s because a lot of the big muscle oh, guys. Like, uh, we don't call them, like but the we rock. call them like. Zubas. Zubas? I've never even heard of them. They're like They're like sweatpants, right? Exactly. But they're poofy on the legs. Yeah. Or like MC Hammer. They're called Zubas. Right, because the guys had to fit their, um, (laughs) and I'll quote, strong, meaty thighs and bubble butt butt. into it. And they want to probably look not like they're wearing Buttafuoco pants, and they want to show off their physique a little bit. When you're working that hard. It just makes me think of The Rock. Dwayne, The Rock. Do you think he has, I haven't looked at his butt. I just think he's fantastic in general. So I guess I thought oh. I'd just throw that into the tape. I like, I like The Rock. I think he's cool. Okay, I mean, so they have military-grade clothing. It's yes. sewn with military-grade, I guess, fabrics and yeah. stitching. That's They have good. sold 2.3 million already in sales. They have a growth rate of 100% a mm-hmm. year. They're projecting 3 to 4 million next year. And they were funded on Kickstarter, where they reached their goal. And Similar here's another goal, grams. 40 minutes. Yes. Unbelievable. They wound up doing 735000 the pants retail for about $149. Their cost is $15 to $20. Yes. Amazing. So it turned out that basically they did not wind up with a deal. Um, Robert thought their valuation was too high and that it was risky for them. Damon says he doesn't like denim because, and I thought this was very that interesting. Was fascinating, was it? Fascinating. So Damon says he doesn't like denim because it's the one product where you want it to look old and worn out. Were you guys shocked when you said that? And for anyone who's listening and not well, watching, see, I can't kick in these. Chris is trying to show us his ripped jeans. Yeah. Yes, and he's trying to tell us that this is very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, you want him to yes. look old. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a really fascinating point. I loved that. Did you guys agree? Were you surprised? It's or, it's it's logical, yeah. but it, yeah. you, you know you wouldn't come to that assessment unless you had the experience yeah, so that was yeah. Good. yeah absolutely quite frankly when i heard that i was like oh you're right damon i'm out <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean, that's that's a good such point. a good point 
And so then, Mark, but nonetheless, people make money in jeans. I mean, it's not like that right. they don't. You this know, is so, but, but this it, is such a niche market. Right. You're oh. not even just appealing to men. You're not even appealing to athletic men. You're appealing to specifically athletic men who have enough muscle right. that they have the big thighs and big. Yeah. Thighs. So you're repeat. You're so. not. You're just not going to have the repeat sales typically. Yeah. That you would expect from something else. Although, right, right. if you if if I if I was a muscle bodybuilder guy mm-hmm. with a bubble butt. And I found these pants, and I really liked them. I would likely buy a lot of them, and on a repeat basis. I would, you know, for me. But only as they're wearing out, and not, or I guess wearing out to the point where they don't. Or your size is changing, or those types of things. I mean, I. I, But I bet your size doesn't change that much because if these basically have spandex in them, they have to grow a lot for. He had a good point, and you have a good point too, because if it's so niche. Then it could be that these would be your go-to pants. Right, you don't it's even, like it's top of mind. You only go to, you only buy, you only these buy pants. those pants. So every time there's something new, you're like, oh hell yeah, because right. you have a, there's a lot, a lot of loyalty right. there. So although when you look at jeans like, what, I mean, they had New Religion was popular for that mm-hmm. while, and right. what uh, the, seven, yeah, yeah. seven. Um, I think this might be seven, but uh, <laughs> but every time I have something to say, we have to tease you because it's two girls and it's Chris Howard live. That's what I'm going to call my new show: Two Girls and Chris. <laughs> you can call it Two Women and Chris. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we have Mark who says that he feels like people want it, but um, you know, if if they can't get the product on time because of inventory issues, they'll just get it elsewhere. Right. Uh, Lori says she feels like it felt like it needed too much cash. Kevin um, seems to think, I guess, for a moment that he was going to be in because he was like the holdout till the very end. Mm-hmm. But in the end, he says, hey, basically, if you had asked for less, then you would have mm-hmm. had a deal. So we see this time and time again in the tank, and it, it surprises us. I think we even talked about it last week, mm-hmm. that people haven't learned from watching the previous eight seasons, right. or previous seven, since we're in season eight. Do I hear a tip coming up? I think the tip is, the tank takeaway is... Don't ask for too much, and especially don't ask offer too little in exchange. Yeah, because they have to come in at that level or get a better deal. So if they give a high valuation up front, yeah. they're screwed. That's the that's mm. the name of the show. You know, in real life, it might not happen that way. Somebody would just do a completely different offer and say, you know what, you're overvalued here. I'll give you half of that, um, okay. which they can do here too. But they can't uh, they can't give less money. And that's the issue. Oh, um, okay. They would just want more equity, and they don't want more equity. In this. Right. The sharks okay. have to. They have to come in at that uh, monetary level, or more. That's kind of the rules of the game in this. Yeah. Um, but I also thought what was fascinating was how Mark had said, "It's uh, his reason was that it was too hard to create barriers to entry." Um, it's too easy for people to come and knock off what they're doing. Yeah. If they like those jeans, they'll come and knock it off as well, um, which leaves them with a smaller oh, right. amount of market share. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I thought that was fascinating. I when I heard all of this stuff going back and forth, I thought immediately I don't know enough about it. Yeah. So I'd be out just on right. that basis because okay. there was a lot of things they were saying, a lot of things that were real valid. Yeah. And then I go, shit, I don't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would be out, Constance? Yeah. Would you be in or out? Oh, I would be actually in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were just excited well, about lo- the product. Well, the yeah. Box. Look at one point one million dollars in sales uh-huh. and a seven hundred thousand profit. Thank you. That was for the tip. That was, but we already did the tip. We're okay, we did the tip. We love the music. When it comes time to do the tip, yes, thank you. And for anyone who's listening, we just we'll did ask our for that once again. again. When we that do was the awesome. Tip. So the yes. tip was watch your valuation. Is that the that, tip? Yeah, there it okay. is. Now we can say it again. Do the tip again. What's the tip? Watch your valuation. Watch your valuation. Don't overvalue your company too much. I don't think you're. Just ridiculous, too. Right, I mean, right. and it really is kind of ridiculous, even though all the numbers there were awesome. I they know. Were, they had some the numbers were good. Record. Yeah. But I think I agree. I'm out. I thought that Damon's point really did it for me. That, right. oh, denim's something that people want to look old. I thought, eh, good point. Oh, I'm out. Point. So, okay, moving on, unless you have anything else to add about Barbell anything Apparel. Else to add? No, no. Hmm. And now, before we really do move on to our third product up for the night, just a reminder, you guys, that you can find us on YouTube. You can hit that thumbs up button, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. If you are listening to us on iTunes, don't forget to subscribe so that uh, you will get our podcasts weekly. And uh, don't forget to leave us a review because uh, we love reading the really nice ones. Leave it as Zoe said who. Let's not keep saying that, or people have no <laughs> idea who I am. Chloe so, said, "Why?" Energy Bits was up next in the tank. They were third up. Catherine, uh, here was another one: five hundred thousand for 
5%. Now, this was a pretty simple thing. It is algae bites. Mm -hmm. They called them bits, but basically little bits or bites of algae that are supposed to make you have more energy than pretty much anything else. So mm -hmm. they're little did you both like them? bits. I did. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I wanted to get in shape. So when we were mm -hmm. kids and we had no uh, no muscle on us, we'd drink this weight gainer, like 2,000 calorie Aww. weight gainer to try to gain uh -huh, weight. And uh -huh. I was desperate. Now I wish I could go back to that. But in any case, <laughs> when I was a kid, like I was so desperate to pack on muscle yeah. that I bought these gorilla balls. And they were they're gorilla like balls? They're, they they're were fun. called gorilla balls. Uh -huh. And they're like malted malt balls. Uh -huh. uh, and they sold them in the health food section, mm -hmm. but they were malt balls. And I remember my, my mm. cousin, who's a bodybuilder, came and looked and just laughed and laughed and laughed because I was so dumb that I bought these malted milk balls that were gorilla balls mm -hmm. to try to get muscular. He's like, just go to the gym. But I wanted to eat these freaking gorilla balls. That's how I look at this algae. And so I, I look at the algae pellets and I think gorilla balls. I'm serious. I'm out. Oh, right. Because you bought a promise. It's just like ridiculous. Yeah, the yeah. they're buying the cancer's going to go away or the... You're going to have this more energy when you just eat this algae. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> I, I like these sort of weird off the beaten path things. So, yeah. And I feel like it's such a popular market right now. I mean, Whole Foods, like you can spend mm -hmm. a fortune there buying, you know, two drinks. And, Gorilla Balls. <laughs> and so why not spend it on algae? Gorilla Balls. Yeah. Now, did Gorilla Balls come in like a milk-shaped container like Milk Duds? or? Um... Uh, it didn't look like candy. It looked no, Whoppers. Like... Whoppers come whoppers. in that. Well, it's just yeah. Whoppers is what it was. Yeah. It was a bunch of Whoppers sold in the health food section <laughs> that in is this canister that said Gorilla Balls, on Mighty Gorilla Balls. Well, clearly we all need to get into that business. <laughs> right. <laughs> was it like $30, too? Did it was you huge. Was it yeah, it was ridiculous purchase. But you yeah. went for it because it was going to give you this. Right, and the oh. algae is going to make you lean and trim or put yeah. energy in your thing. No, and... the algae is going to give you energy. Or she said very specifically skinny. that... No, she said very specifically Oh, they, did, they were called bits. skinny. She said they were skinny called bits. skinny bits, but she said very specifically they are not meant as a weight loss product. Then, that is just a name. Then that is and then misleading. sharks jumped on That her. is misleading. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was misleading. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. Lori said, be careful with the yes. skinny. Because, I mean, if they really were relevant mm -hmm. in terms of yeah. making somebody skinny, it's a, it's another right. thing. But uh, if they don't even have anything to do with it, right. that is misleading. Absolutely misleading. Yeah. Gorilla yeah. balls. Skinny if you bit. saw the, the segment, Catherine, I thought she was really a little different looking and fun. I actually really liked her because she was different with the glasses and she had the leather mini skirt and she kind of had an offbeat presentation. When you are dealing with something like this, it does help, though, to have like a Ph.D. credit. You know credibility behind yes. it, and that's where there was a real weakness when they started grilling. Well, her she could have brought that product. in. She could have had right. this doctor. Right. She just wasn't prepared enough right. in that regard. Right. Exactly, they asked, and she said, "Oh, hundreds of studies." I mean, right. she didn't have right. anything to back her up. She wasn't prepared. Kind of right. airy fairy. That, that's kind of yes. and there's a whole class of people, and I don't mean to say you people, but uh, mm. that <laughs> that don't look for the the research and the statistics yeah. mm -hmm. or anything. They just jump on to whatever's the next thing, well, and I, she could add yeah. the credibility. I think what's difficult with stuff like that is that, of course, you can find a study to back up right. anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure if we wanted to find algae studies, we could, just like we could find probably equally as gorilla balls or <laughs> uh -huh. any other study saying <laughs> the complete opposite. Right. And I think that's why, I mean, quite frankly, like in the political sense, I think that's why there are so many issues with people saying like, the genetically modified, not this, that, because uh, you have studies on both sides. Right. Yeah, I kind of feel like, okay, yeah. with these energy bits, same thing. Mm -hmm. Like right. We could find studies to back them up. We could find that. So, so does it become investable because of that or not? I think people buy into it anyway. I kind of feel like so it's you, something I would try once just You are to so try. crazy. Like, you just buy this shit just to sell it to people even if it's not functional. I know. You, you look at you. I'm like Kevin. I'm no, like Kevin. don't I'm be like, that I way. I think that it'll make no, don't be that way, Zoe. This one, I don't know, but I'm just saying in general, if I feel like it, like, like, pop box, Zoe. you see, I wasn't about to use it, but I would buy it and sell it. Would, we wouldn't even have you pinned for that type of a Energy thing. bits, that's the thing. I actually, um, I'm very open to this. I always love finding new things at Whole Foods, and I'm open to yeah. non-traditional sources of energy, what have uh -huh. you. Um, <laughs> I like that non-traditional sources of energy. But even this, I wouldn't actually get, I don't think. Just to try it once. Instead of like a cup of coffee in the morning, you you would just talk. I would try bits. it once because yeah. I get these samples a lot. This type yeah. of stuff like green caffeine pills right. and Amazonian like maca root. So I'll try right. anything. Like <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever. What is it? All right, but, but you try it an, once, right? Yeah, as an investment though, it got really dicey for me yeah. just because the lack of 
any kind of science yes. or any kind of or insurance. And now that you bring up all those caffeine bits, I do feel like I got maybe carried away because it was called <laughs> algae. I never take anything that has caffeine in it. Like I drink coffee, but other than that, like I've never had an energy drink. I mm-hmm. think those pills are scary. There are always FDA recalls. Right. I think I just got carried away with the fact that it's algae, you guys. You, you're so funny because like you are so like. Uh... Uh, what do they call that? The Stratford wives or those? What, what Stepford, are they wives? Stepford wives. You're perfect. such a Stepford, but you got this dark streak underneath you. <laughs> I'm perfect, but dark. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of like. Do that. it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously just got carried away because it's algae. What the hell? Oh right, algae. I'll buy it. You'll buy it. So would you Monster invest? Monster balls. Well? I'll buy it. You want the balls too? <laughs> would you invest? Would I invest? No, no, not at all. I liked Catherine because I liked her energy. Um, I liked her energy. They really kind of hammered her a little. This got into some interesting territory about being an entrepreneur and how how invested she was in terms of her life and her fortune and... um, and all that. I, right, because she had gone through, like, her power had been shut off, she had been in bankruptcy and foreclosure and lots that's of horrible things. That's what happens sometimes, and she'd been so many years, and but she'd yes. only done $1.5 in six <laughs> years. So it's like, okay, the business isn't working, it's not going anyplace, and she's like, no, yes it is, you just yes. don't see it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is she's not going to see what she needs to see in order to take her game to yeah. another level. Right. That's oh, the problem with it. Okay. That's an interesting point. Yeah. That she's already done the same thing for six years. Yeah, she and she's just in denial unfortunately, because if she'd listen to what was being proposed to her by the people who knew what they were doing, yeah. then she might be able to see it in a different way or do something different that would give her the, the right. breakthrough that she needs. If she added credibility to it or if she, you know, there's there's things that she could do to make it work, but right. um, I think she's kind of in denial and I think that's going to hurt her. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. And she did not wind up with a deal. So before we're in or out, does anyone have our, I feel like we need to do our signs. So and we have music? Knows, we're ready for we our music. music. Here it comes. Cue the Jaws music. Cue the shark music. We are so... Thank you so yeah, much. Okay, tank, takeaway. What's the take takeaway? Do you have oh, one? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> takeaway <laughs> is have passion. Don't be afraid to be a little eccentric in your presentation, but definitely have all of your um, details ready and rocking and re- ready to go. Confidence when you're presenting the details really helps. And Even take the being, feedback, you know. though. Take the feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay, neither of those were my tank takeaway. Damn it, take t- <laughs> I can't do it, Jim. <laughs> my tank takeaway. Yeah. My tank. That is the biggest tongue twister. My <laughs> tank takeaway was simply that you better have your science to back up your shit. Yes. Okay. In or out? I'm out now. Out. Are you guys out? Okay. But Catherine, if you're watching, send us some because we really want to. Because she needs more energy, right? <laughs> so before we move on to number four, line cutters, uh, would one of you like to give the wow. Bantam Bagel update? Yeah. Oh, Bantam. the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good old Bantam Bagels. And I was watching this when I was really hungry. So I was like, (laughs) so Seattle, um, this wonderful couple, they have these mini stuffed bagels with all sorts of things, cream cheese, what have you. Um, The gal, who is the... um, female entrepreneur, looked a lot like Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's uh, really not that important to mention. <laughs> but um, they got a great, they Love were that. on Shark Tank, um, I think about four years ago, and they, as a result of this, were has distribution had distribution in 400 Starbucks stores, and uh, they went in big day with Lori, and they actually got uh, distribution expanded to 7,000 7, Starbucks 000. stores. So Which is all of them, I thought they said. Yeah, all stores, all they said. The they were rolling it out of, everywhere. Yeah. Rolling it out everywhere, doing really well. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, it's fantastic. And their, and their sales went to uh, 13 million, didn't they? Yes. They went that's from 200,000 to 13 million in right. just yeah. two years. Yeah, that's, that's great. Go Bantam Bagels. Huh? Yeah, so yeah. Bantam Bagels is just doing very well and some of their varieties you were mentioning did you have- no i haven't tried any i've seen mm-hmm. them at starbucks i've thought about it and i haven't they have I- everything yeah. and they have french toast you said french toast is the best huh? french toast is better the everything one has like inside the cream cheese it has like onions and cilantro wow <laughs> and you got to be careful when you eat them because mm. if you bite one side all <gasps> the filling pops out the other side <laughs> and it's really hot so oh, it's just god. like oh you god yeah i right. want it even it's, more it's now really this description makes me think this is a horrible investment no it, so- it sounds good to me actually because <laughs> i would luscious. like to try one with uh, just good. cream cheese i don't That's... like onions i hate onions well you can't order them specifically yeah, they come like all that. pre-made so you get do they just have cream cheese yeah they basically come in a bag with two bagels okay and then you just throw them in the oven and you just pop them out and sell them 
Like, I think they sell them in the grocery store too. For some reason, yeah, I'm talking like about at Starbucks. Yeah, right. Starbucks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think you could buy them. At yes, the they are available. So you put well. yourself behind a counter when you were explaining that. I was in front of the counter going, "What the hell is he talking about?" Put them, sell them. <laughs> I don't want to sell them. I want to eat yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> de- definitely a success story. There. Definitely yeah, that's a success huge. story. And that's huge. And if they would like to send us Bantam bagels, of course, we would be happy to eat them on air we and talk about them. how delicious they are. Yes, and we will try not to spill the cream cheese. Absolutely, or yes. burn ourselves for or that burn matter. Ourselves. So, line cutters. Uh, Vance was asking for 120000 in exchange for 20%. What's that? 20. 20, okay. 20. 20, yes. We just all want to really say it loud and proud, 20%. Uh, basically, this is a line cutter for a fishing line, and it goes on a ring, so you always have it with you, and it's easy, and it cuts... Any type of fishing line from the lightweight, I'm not a fisherwoman, to the very durable, heavy duty, 100 pound fishing line. So so, he said he had caught a shark by accident once. That was interesting. He said dun, he, caught a, dun, dun. he caught a black tip shark by accident and he did, and he, when he went into his whole story of how he created this. But um, <laughs> I, it looked like a fascinating product, didn't it? Yes, yeah. a great idea. And of course, it solves a big problem for people who love to fish. Yeah, it seems right. like it. And I thought it was great that he said it has the other applications because I love crafting and sewing. So right. I thought that was interesting, too, that you can put it into that market as yeah. well. Right. Thread cutters. Yeah. Even I was thinking applications for if you work in um, the garment industry. That's oh, really sure. great because yeah. you have to cut off a lot of loose threads a lot. Right. So Yeah, it would look fascinating, but I wouldn't invest in it. Oh, really? No, no. No, why not? Why? Because yeah. it just didn't... It, well, I, I, I like a lot of the sharks. It was mm-hmm. like, like many other sharks. No, <laughs> but uh, we... Uh, I, I'm not passionate about it. I'm not passionate about mm-hmm. fishing. I have no interest in it. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't see getting behind it and take. And also, what Mark had said when the guys went into clothing, mm-hmm. to think that you got a product mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and then you make a T-shirt, yes. it's just like such a left angle turn mm-hmm. or yeah. a right angle turn. It's just, it's just it, it makes zero yeah. sense whatsoever, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. shows the lack of focus and uh, and potential problems in the future. That I agree. The clothing, yeah. I was like, ooh, brakes. Yeah, Put on the brakes. Right. Did you think so too? I know kind of when people start with the clothing, oh gosh, so quickly. Yeah. They get all excited and they're like, yeah. you should do a t shirt. And like, I should do a t shirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. We should do t shirts for the Shark Tank after show. You get right on that. I think we'll make a Chris. fortune. Oh, to sell. I think yeah. for us to wear. But and then sell them. It, 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 <laughs> he brought up a good point. We play our t-shirts. <laughs> Fantasy Stats Guru, and he's not oh, even here this week. Fantasy Stats Guru, just shout, shout out. out to you. We understand yeah. that you are in Europe right now trying Kinder Eggs. Hope you are having fun. Right. Um, and hope you listen to us later, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Safe travels <laughs> to Fantasy Stats. And maybe buy one of our t-shirts, because we're... <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Stats would be the one to make our t-shirts, I think. That's true. You might get a... Yeah. Great so, margins on this one, 70%. Huge right? margins. Yeah. I mean, amazing, yeah. And so in only 17 months, they made about 280000 mm-hmm. in one year. Uh, let's see. Kevin said, oh, and so there was this big deal with Walmart that came up. And so mm. Vance had been offered a deal from Walmart, but they wanted him to cut the price. Can I, can, these me, retail can I for say about one thing? $12. He didn't say that he was offered a deal from Walmart. He said, we went to Walmart, and it didn't work out because... They wanted to sell at like four ninety eight, mm-hmm. which means that there was a negotiation that occurred. Right. They may have never said that they wanted it, but the way that it got mm-hmm. revealed in this, I mean, I was just okay. listening to the language was that they that didn't work out because of this, this, and this. It may have he may have never ever had an offer from Walmart, but it mm. was assumed in the conversation that he did. I don't think I understand your distinction because I thought the way I understood it is that he's saying if I had lowered the price to four ninety nine, then that. Walmart. He never would said buy that, it. but they all started talking as if that was what was said. What all he said was we didn't come to a deal, and they said right. why, and he said because right. they wanted to sell it like four ninety eight. So it means that there was a conversation that right. took place. That doesn't mean that there was the offer that if you sell at four ninety eight, we will roll you out to Walmart. That that, that portion of the conversation never occurred. How is so, that not understood automatically? It's not understood for me. If 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 I say, let's say we're, uh, you know, I'm taking my product and, right. and you say that you're going to sell my, well, I'm coming to you to right. pitch my product because he went to them. They mm-hmm. didn't come okay. to him. So I'm coming to you. Hey, Zoe, will you sell this phone? And mm-hmm. you say, well, if I could sell it for twenty, mm-hmm. well, and I say no, this phone's worth fifteen. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean you made me an offer. We just had a discussion. I guess, but you don't usually enter into a discussion or negotiation unless you have... But the, he's going out there to pitch like everybody else and their mother goes out there to pitch. So we're, so they're, they're saying, hey, yeah, open the door, come into my office, pitch me. 
And he says, I've got this great thing. It cuts fishing line. Yeah. By the way, we sell it for 12 bucks. They go, well, I see it at 4.98. Mm -hmm. No, we can't make, make a deal. He wasn't offered a thing. He made a pitch. I guess I see what you're saying. Unless, unless like there's I'm more still, information. I see how you're saying it. Yeah. I feel like I'm still holding firm to thinking that he right. had well, an Well, it brought up, irregardless, it did bring up a yeah. great idea of why he, um, why Vance did decline, if the, if indeed there was. Yeah, I just assuming. think it gives an overestimated value of what uh, he's got. When, if you know, Because if some, true. and it misleads in mm -hmm. terms of, and not necessarily purposefully, but right. it misleads in terms of, you know, because if, if he has a real offer sitting on the back burner from Walmart mm -hmm. for four ninety eight, and if they if Kevin really believed, for example, that that could make him wealthy beyond your wildest dreams, then Kevin would just say, "Let me come in. Let's go get that Walmart deal and oh. make it happen." But there's no deal sitting on the table. I, oh, I, I think see it's how BS. You're yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's my opinion. well. I could accept yeah. that as a as an answer. Yeah. Well, as a it's interesting because Vance <laughs> did talk about. Um, the idea that he wouldn't take it, let's just assume for right. you okay. know, speculation, yeah. that he indeed had a lovely offer from Walmart, right. and he said no because he did not want to alienate his small vendors. He right. has hand-sold this product in mm -hmm. to small vendors, uh, vendors gone door-to-door, -door, created relationships, mm -hmm. and he did not want to alienate them because let's just right. say there was a deal... Walmart took him up, uh, was selling the product, and then dumped it after a year. He'd be screwed, glued, and tattooed. He'd lose all his his uh, hard won vendors. So that's a good point, and that's something to, to think that. about. Screwed, screwed, glued, and tattooed. <laughs> it's interesting, and I can see it going both ways because Kevin really <laughs> took him to task for that. Kevin said right. he had, um, I think, had been, had a similar story about his software, but it made him a fortune when he agreed to the Walmart pricing right. because right. Walmart saw ahead of what was going to be happening mm. further than he could see. So I can see both sides. I feel like it's great that Vance is saying he doesn't want to lose these other relationships, but at the same time, yeah, like turning down Walmart. And also, maybe because I don't fish, $12 seems really high to me, too. I could see buying it for four ninety nine, like Walmart wants to sell it, but 12 See, I it's think, if it, if I, I, in my opinion, if it was a functional item mm -hmm. uh -huh. that did something that other items didn't do, I would buy it for the 12 and I don't think right. that I would differentiate between $4 and $12. It would make no difference to me. Although there's a barrier to entry that there's no barrier to entry unless he has a patent. We know that. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and that type of thing, they could do it in so many different ways other than just a ring mm -hmm. that I, I don't even think getting the patent is worthwhile. <laughs> I mean, it might be worthwhile, but uh, it's not going to make, it's not going to close the barriers to entry. So there's going to be other items in, uh, that will come to the to, to the forefront. So, mm. uh, yeah, I just don't but see it. What about the pricing? Think of it in terms of people go to Walmart for inexpensive items. So think of it that way. So you might pay $12, let's say, Joe Schmo going to an expensive fish shop because, I don't know, fishing uh, I, rods are expensive, I assume. Walmart, Target, but, I wouldn't differentiate 4 to 12 unless mm. there was a bunch of lines of competitors there mm. and there was a $4 one that was much better than the $12 one or that was equal even. If, if he's the only one sitting on the shelf, then he's got, it's, it's like Warren Buffett says, he says it's good to have the only right. toll bridge going in and out of town. So yeah. that's a good business to be in. You know, so if he's the only one that's there, then it's not going to matter to me whether it's 12 or 4. If it works and it's functional, it's like, shit, okay. But is that because mm. you have the money to buy it? Sort of no. like we came up with the paper flowers or the upcycled flowers last week. If you have the money to spend on regular flowers, you're going to say no big deal. But if yeah. you think you can't spend your grocery money on flowers, you're going to like buying one bouquet that lasts forever. Is that the same sort of thing? Right. Well, th this people that are really devout fishermen, right. and my husband is one, and I was in a little specialty store. Where do you up, think he caught her? <laughs> I was in a specialty store. Um, up in Star Lake, New York, the upper reaches of the Adirondacks, and he just was salivating over all the fishing stuff. And when you're a fishing guy and you solve a problem like you can cut your lines without yeah. like slicing your fingers and trying yeah. to reach for your uh, clippers and stuff. Four dollars, twelve dollars. The sky's the limit, yeah. right? And I think that it's a, it's interesting because Walmart, you do go for lower price things, but if you're in a specialty fishing store and it's twelve bucks and you right. want it and you need it and you gotta have it, you're like gonna whip open that wallet. But yeah. you would from that's my point though. You would from the specialty fishing store because Routine. if you're already buying from a specialty fishing store, you already have enough money. 
that you're not price watching as much. Do we know what other cutting options there are, though? I mean, what are they? They're, they're... I am the opposite of a Fisher person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You use these little clippers. There's a few scissors, different right? ones. Scissors, but they're different, and they're clippers, and you're right. You have to go look in your... Um, your thing. You're your right. I'm, so, I'm not going to have the vocabulary. Tackle box. Tackle, tackle box. Look. And you're grabbing at them when you're ha handling right. a fish. It really is great if you have something right there. You're just going sniff. It's amazing. I'm not arguing that it's useful because mm -hmm. it is. I'm just... I guess I'm arguing the price point. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't think right. the price makes that much of a difference until the other competitors come up, personally, uh -huh. unless they have other options that are really similar already, right. in which case you go for the $4 option that's just right. as easy to use as the ring, the cool-looking right. ring. Right, you know? right. So I just don't know what the competitors are. And once again, I'm not, uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But. So basically none of us fish, but we would spend $12. <laughs> but, yeah, but some of us have been caught. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay. So basically where did it come down to? We have Kevin who told the story yes. about Walmart, which is what turned him off. Mm -hmm. um, we had Mark who said that he was out as soon as he saw that there was an apparel mm -hmm. line. Robert, who said his dad had something similar to it and, um, made possibly a joke, possibly not, that because Vance mistook him for Polish versus Croatian, that he could not do a deal. Ah. Uh, let's see. Damon did make... Uh, let's see. Lori, by the way, did not uh, want to do a deal with it. But Damon, who is a fisherman, who we've heard about before on the show, who's talked about it, he offered 120000 but he wanted 40%. 40%. Um, and when Vance sort of hemmed and hawed and was looking for other deals, Damon went hardcore, which is, I think, the second time we've really seen it this season where he was not about to negotiate. But with a little bit of nudging from Mark also, they did wind up at 120000 but for one-third. So um, more than he was originally offering, less than Damon wanted. That was so interesting. That Let's was talk deal. about this because yeah. you've been here before, Chris Howard, live. <laughs> Damon puts forth an offer. Yep. Kevin is possibly going to put forth an offer. Right. Vance wants to hear it because he's his blood, sweat, and tears. He wants to hear about the BBD, the bigger, better deal. Right. And Damon goes, if you hear his deal, deal yeah. mm -hmm. things are going to change. Right. And we do not know if you're if Kevin's going to offer you a deal or not. And Vance said, I just want to hear the deal. So he went ahead yeah. just to hear Kevin say, sorry, not interested. Mm -hmm. And then Damon um, doubled down and he said, there's no counter on this. It's 40%. Right. I think sometimes, I mean, that's part of the nature of the Shark Tank game, mm -hmm. you know, the game that they play on the show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the I've seen people that handle it superbly where yeah. they say, um, I just want to hear what their offer is, but the shark still pushes. I think it depends on the day of the week, yes. the mood of the shark, Absolutely. the mood of the moment. So you're, it's pretty much a crapshoot anytime yes. you're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. But there are people that handle it well when it can be handled well. And they're like, well, I'd really like to hear that. That's an excellent offer. I thank mm -hmm. you for that. I want to hear all the offers on the table if that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the sharks yeah. will bite their heads off when they say that. And mm -hmm. sometimes they won't. Um, but, I mean, a good comeback could be, you know, Listen, you would want a business partner who knows what the options Ooh, are before making choices good, inside good the one. business. So if, if, if I can start by doing business the way you'd want me to do business. Great. That you know, is you know, a perfect might, yeah, answer. Like, I hope anyone who's yeah, auditioning for Shark Tank is listening. That's the tip. Because, <laughs> because you're right. I mean, that is the perfect answer. And I think I agree with you like 120% on this. In fact, the same $120 that he wanted. Oh, that was wanted. really smooth. Thank you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're right. I think it depends on the day of the week, their right. mood. Sometimes I don't even think it's if the entrepreneur is pitching like I don't even I sometimes think it doesn't even matter who they are or what right. they're saying right. that it depends on that but that is the best answer I've heard yeah you so, gotta shake the because they, 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 they would that, be yeah. then the, you know they, the only thing they could come back with if they wanted to come back on that is that well you have to be decisive in business right. as well but uh, and you got to decide with insufficient information all the time yes you do and when there's an opportunity to get a better deal would you like me to do that as your partner Great. Yes, great. Okay, what's your Beautiful, offer? You know? beautiful, hey, Chris. Yeah. Right on the Tell show. Me. Also, exciting news. Fantasy Stats all the way from Europe is You're in the chat me. with us. No so, hooray. Fantasy Stats. Fantasy. We shout it out to you, too. I, and I said that, too. And Fantasy Stats says that he also thinks the lower price would benefit Vance and line cutters. But he did wind yeah. up with the deal with Damon, who seemed like the best choice. I mean, Damon loves fishing. So. Right. And you know what? I like Damon a lot. He's one of my favorite sharks. And he is a sweetheart. He really is because he told Vance that he was not going to relent on that 40% equity. And Vance kept pushing and pushing. Would you take this? Would right. you take 30%? And he ended up, Damon did relent on that 33 and a third Would you eat it in a box? Would yes. you eat it with a fox? But I think it's because of Mark. I attributed that to Mark. I don't think Damon was going to really? switch. And I think it was when Mark said, do a third, do a third. 
that's what did it for me. When I was watching, you know, and of course who knows how it's edited, that I thought it was because of Mark huh. that Damon did that. I also had the idea mm-hmm. that Damon had a little soft spot for Vance's story, which involved um, quitting a six-figure job in order to pursue oh. line cutters, um, moving into his old bedroom at his parents' house with his kids and two daughters. He was but a neat guy. I mean, they did say that they liked him, didn't they? But like, we saw like, that. I don't remember him saying that in his pitch. We saw that in his little pre-roll. Oh, the little right. I don't pre-roll. think Damon's got that, unless, of course, Although we do the know it's a 45-minute pitch and yeah. he didn't see all of it. So mm-hmm. that part, right. Right, we don't know. But as far as what we, the audience, saw, he never told Damon that. Yeah. So. Affinity is really one of those emotional, non-rational aspects yes. of deal making. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Can we quote you on that? <laughs> take, take away. <laughs> Affinity is one of those. What's it? Oh, I don't even remember. Whether people can watch it, yeah. okay, like okay. you, yeah. whether they like you or not, yeah. really is going to impact yes. the the deal, the enthusiasm yeah. of the deal, how many people jump in and yeah. offer you a deal. It really is one of those things. Even the most hard nosed business person, yeah. um, if they like you, yeah. So I feel like our tank takeaway, we just did it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We need some sort of warning sign. Yeah, that was the takeaway. Wait for the music to start. You have to rewind the tape, get the quote, and and then go back to it. And make sure to put her name on it when you use it. Here it is. Here's our music. Thank you. I I like that. All right. Now, as we wrap things up, so in or out online cutters, Constance? In. Chris, out. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it doesn't do it for me. I'm surprised. I'm totally in. I love it. Oh. <laughs> I like gadgets. I like that it goes on your finger. It's yeah. brilliant. Shit you can sell to people whether they use it or not. And, and if you get competitors, you could always be the original line cutters. The original is the best. Yes. You know how you can do the that? Original. Exactly. With like the Swiss Army knives and stuff. There's a million yes. of them out there, but Swiss Army knife is like the original, the best. So he could do yeah. something like that. I agree. Good marketing tip. Vance, yeah. if you're listening. Send us a line cutter. Well, you know what's interesting, too, though, is that they when they do their uh, due diligence after they make the deals yeah. on this. The deals don't always go through. And I so think they, it's a big percentage. And I don't. we talked about it last right. season off the top of my head. I don't remember. I want to say only a third of them do go through. It's wild. It's a huge percentage. So it's a don't. tentative yes. yes. And then if they went out and found that there were multiple competitors in the market already, mm-hmm. they might it might actually go another way. Yeah. Which is uh, interesting. That's true. So as we wrap things up, our uh, fantasy stats just made the comment also that it's sort of like Barbara who liked, I think his name was Junior at a sales guy last week. Right. Who invested him just because she really liked Everybody him. Everybody so. loved him. And she liked him a lot, it, didn't she? she really a liked lot. Him. She wanted <laughs> to have dinner. I so, like him a lot. <laughs> so as we wrap things up, Constance, where can everyone find you? Oh, Constance down at Twitter, uh, Constance down at Instagram. All right. Reach out to me at Chris Howard Live on both Twitter and Instagram. Check them both out. And I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Z-O-E Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. So thank you so much for joining us on this week's Season 8, Episode 9 of Shark Tank. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday ahead, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 